Welcome to the Hello Someday podcast, the podcast for busy women who are ready to drink less and live more. I'm Casey McGuire Davidson, ex-red wine girl turned life coach, helping women create lives they love without alcohol. But it wasn't that long ago that I was anxious, overwhelmed, and drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. I thought that wine was the glue holding my life together, helping me cope with my kids, my stressful job, and my busy life. I didn't realize that my love affair with drinking was making me more anxious and less able to manage my responsibilities. In this podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz, how to sit with your emotions when you're lonely or angry, frustrated or overwhelmed, how to self-soothe without a drink, and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. I am so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hey there. I've got some big news for you that I have been not so patiently waiting to tell you about. After six months away, my super popular completely free masterclass is back and it's better than ever. I've been working on it for months. So if you have been struggling to get sober momentum, please go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class. You can sign up for my free training, Five Secrets to Taking a Break from Drinking, even if you've tried and failed in the past. In this 60-minute masterclass, I am going to share with you all the things you need to stop doing because they're setting you up for self-sabotage and what you need to start doing instead. I am giving you the steps and the mindset shifts that I go through every day with my private coaching clients, and it is completely free. So if you are sober curious, if you've been thinking about taking a break from alcohol, this class is going to set you up for success. I promise you it is worth your time. So hit pause on this episode, go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class and save your seat. Well, hi there. In this episode, I wanted to introduce myself to tell you a little bit about who I am and my story, both before I quit drinking and after. Now, I would say that the fact that I no longer drink anymore, and I used to drink a lot and went through the process of questioning my drinking and deciding that it didn't work in my life anymore is an important part of my life, but it doesn't define who I am. It's something that I resisted for a really long time. I saw quitting drinking as my absolute worst case scenario. And now having done the work, I consider it something that is foundational to helping me achieve everything I want in my life. It's something I'm really proud of. It's made me more honest and more real. It's helped me develop better and healthier coping mechanisms. It's made me more courageous and less fearful about changes in my life. And it's made me closer with my husband and my kids, my friends and my family. 
My worst case scenario really helped me lead a better life. But before I go any further, I want to tell you a little bit about who I've been and who I am today. So I'm Casey McGuire Davidson. I'm a life coach, a wife, a mom. I'm a practical dreamer. I'm a homebody and I love to travel. I worked in the corporate world for 20 years as a digital marketing leader in both big Fortune 500 companies and small startups. I'm working on being a retired people pleaser and I am an ex-red wine drinker. I live in the Seattle area with my husband, Mike, and our two kids, Hank and Lila. I'm originally from Washington, D.C., but my parents worked in the Foreign Service, so I grew up all over the world. I went to boarding school on the East Coast and went to college in Maine. I moved to Seattle after college, and throughout my life, I used to think about drinking a lot. I loved wine. It was my absolute favorite. I used it to celebrate and commiserate, to fuel conversations, to treat myself, to gloss over awkwardness, to numb anger, and to alleviate boredom. I started drinking a lot in college. I was on the women's rugby team, and we spent every night that we were not in the library pretty much hanging out around a keg. After college, beer parties transitioned to wine and dancing in Washington, D.C. I felt like I was an adult, and I remember distinctly in my little basement apartment making mac and cheese and opening a bottle of red wine and thinking that I was such a grown-up. When my husband and I moved out to Seattle, drinking turned into post-work happy hours at the bar across the street from my office. My husband and I would go out to dinner and work on picking the quote-unquote right bottle of wine. And once we bought our house, we started hosting great dinner parties with friends where everybody would bring a bottle of wine and we'd sit around talking all night. At different times over the years, I would tell myself that I would only drink at home or maybe I would only drink when I was out with friends. I would make a rule that I would only drink on weekends or only drink two drinks a night at home, or only drink three times a week. I would take a month off to prove that I could go without drinking, or I would stop drinking to achieve a specific goal, like training for a race or losing 10 pounds. But managing and moderating my drinking while trying to keep up my commitments to my work and my family, my kids and my home and fitness, it took a lot of focus. And it meant there wasn't much energy left for the other dreams and goals in my life. As the years went on, my kids started growing up. We sold one house and bought another. I was climbing the corporate ladder, getting promoted and reorganized and laid off and promoted again. And I would start to cringe in the morning as I put on eyeliner and looked into my eyes. They were glassy and they were bloodshot. I would drive my kids to daycare and turns towards my office with a headache and a hangover. When I was drinking, I used alcohol to calm my mind, to relieve anxiety and to sleep well at the end of a busy day. I didn't know that alcohol actually spiked my stress hormone, increased anxiety, and as little as one glass of wine a night reduced my sleep quality by 24%. I was really excited to find Tanasi, 
a better way to find calm, rest, relief, and to reduce inflammation. Tanasi creates the highest quality, scientifically validated CBD and hemp extract products. Tanasi's formula includes a unique combination of CBD and CBDA in every dose, which is two times more effective than just CBD alone. So if you want to create a sense of calm, to calm your mind, to relax before bed for a great night of sleep, try Tanasi. Tanasi's being really generous with our listeners. You can go to Tanasi.com and use code HELLO to get 25% off at checkout right now. That's T-A-N-A-S-I.com to get 25% off your first order with the promo code HELLO and get ready to sleep well. For a long time, I drank about a bottle of wine a night, every night, seven days a week, 365 days a year. As the years went on, drinking became more and more important in my life. I would be wondering if I could get to the grocery store to pick up a bottle of wine before my son's daycare closed so that I would have enough at home for the night. I started not remembering the end of movies I watched the night before. Sometimes my husband couldn't wake me up on the couch to come up to bed. I one time forgot to replace my son's tooth under his pillow with money from the tooth fairy. And on Christmas Eve one year, I drank a lot and I don't remember going to bed. I woke up Christmas morning horrified to find that I hadn't filled the family stockings. Yet, most of the time my drinking went sort of unnoticed. It was just a part of my relationship with my husband that I loved my red wine. I would always have a bottle of wine a night at dinner. I'd come home and open the bottle and have a glass when I started cooking dinner, another glass at dinner, or when I was doing the dishes, I'd get the kids to bed and then I'd come down and finish the bottle while I was watching TV or working on my computer at night. I was pretty foggy at the end of the night, and yet I would get up, sometimes work out early in the morning, get showered, drop my kids off, and walk into my office desperate for Starbucks and a breakfast sandwich because I was actually pretty hungover. I would wander into work wondering how I could ingest that much alcohol and wondering in my own head, Did I just have an alcohol problem? Did I just abuse it? Or was I actually an alcoholic, which seemed so foreign to my mind that I couldn't even imagine it? I was a director. I had a ton of friends. Everyone I knew drank. And yet, why couldn't I cut back when I tried to? Why was it almost impossible for me to ever have just one glass of wine? Why did I need to get three glasses in me? And then it just seemed inevitable that I would finish the bottle. It was something that I couldn't get a handle on. And step by step, little and bigger things were starting to slip. I found myself getting less optimistic, getting more anxiety in my life, feeling like I couldn't cope with my job and my kids, my schedule and my marriage. And in actuality, My life was pretty good. I had a nice house. I had a good job. I had great coworkers. My boss was pretty good. And in the back of my mind, I knew. I knew that it was somehow related to my drinking. I knew that the way I was drinking was unsustainable. 
I knew that alcohol was contributing to all of the difficult aspects of my life. I felt like I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And yet I'd also known this for years and felt this way. I had been worried about my drinking and waking up and promising that I would take a break for a long time. And then I would look around and I would think about my life without wine. I would wonder how I would relax. And I would tell myself that this wasn't actually a big deal, that so many women drank like I did, that this was just a part of being a modern woman in the world. And to be honest, I was scared. I had no idea what my life would look like without alcohol. Since college, I had never dealt with life and relationships and joy and vacations and fun and stress without drinking. And I really had a lot of limiting beliefs and negative assumptions about what my life would look like without alcohol. I thought I would be bored. I thought I would be sad. I thought that I would never have fun again. I thought that I'd never be able to hang out with my friends or go to Europe or have dinner parties. Or if I did that, I would be miserable. I wondered what my life with my husband would be like if I didn't drink. I wondered what people would think of me, what my kids' friends' parents would think of me if I stopped drinking. What's crazy is that I was drinking really heavily and was terrified that if I stopped drinking, people would think that I had a problem. I thought that if I stopped drinking, people at work would think that I had a problem, that it would affect my career if I stopped drinking. Now, I know this sounds crazy to me and may sound crazy to you that my friendships and the respect of my peers and the respect of strangers and my career trajectory could be hurt by not consuming alcohol, not over drinking not being hungover. But that's how much my head was messed up about alcohol and what it contributed to my life and the ways in which society would view me if I stopped. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause for a minute? I am 48. So if you're going through it, I'm right there with you. I mean, hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts, the low moods, the poor sleep. It is not cool. And that's why I was really excited to find a supplement called Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth. It contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like those super fun hormonal changes. It helps reduce menopause symptoms head on. And if you're interested in trying it, you can use the code HELLO for 15% off your first order. Women cannot stop raving about it on social media, but the biggest benefit is the simplest, feeling like yourself again. So if you're going through this, like I'm going through this, for a limited time, you can get 15% off your first order at Happy Mammoth. Dot com with promo code hello. That's happy M A M M O T H dot com. 
and use promo code HELLO for 15% off your first order. And I didn't realize that what I needed to do is develop better coping skills. My coping mechanisms were keeping busy and plowing through life and work, keeping my head down and managing any anxiety or overwhelm with to-do lists and deliverables, with projects and initiatives and planning so many activities outside of work that would surely keep me happy and make me a better person, make me more productive and fitter and more interesting and have more friends or at the very least distract me from myself and from the worries I had about myself. I needed to develop a coping skill that wasn't going until the minute I stopped and then immediately, always, as quickly as humanly possible, shutting down my mind and any worries or any anxieties or fears I have with lots and lots of lovely red wine. I had been doing this for 20 years and it seemed to work until it stopped working. And it had gotten worse, but I would get up, I would go to work, I would produce and meet and deliver and make up lists, and then I'd go out to happy hour with friends and a date with my husband, or much more likely drive home and make dinner and watch TV and read books and talk and pour a generous glass of red wine the second I walked in the door that would be refilled many times that night. And it worked until I started waking up at 3 a.m. in a panic every night, which started at least seven years before I quit drinking. I went to a psychiatrist for Ambien and anti-anxiety meds. And for a long time, never once in my own mind linked that panic and that anxiety and those wake-ups. I never linked it to my drinking. Drinking works until you realize that you're waking up with a hangover each and every morning and you're avoiding your husband's eyes and the unstated implications behind his question of how are you feeling? It works until your husband starts telling you he couldn't wake you up last night to get you off the couch and come to bed and you wake up at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or 5 a.m. and stagger up to bed embarrassed and trying to pretend that this is no big deal. Drinking works until it becomes obvious that you can't remember the conversations or the interactions you've had with people just the night before. It works until you're out at a restaurant and realize that you can't actually focus on your friends until the waitress brings you the next glass of wine. It works until you realize that you've been waking up hungover every day for a year, kicking yourself for why you do this to yourself, doing something over and over again that makes you feel like crap every day. And then you plow through another workday with a dull headache and slight nausea. And then you start the cycle again the minute you walk in the front door. So I started the rocky path of moving from not just worrying about my drinking and thinking that I may have a problem and researching the health implications of drinking and reading novels about people who've quit drinking to actually stopping. And in the beginning, the progress was fits and starts, not drinking for 10 days and feeling proud of myself and sleeping better than I had in years, being honest with my husband about my struggles with drinking and my conflicted feelings about it and revealing that I fear that I shouldn't drink anymore and feeling like our relationship was actually improving 
and feeling more connected to him than I had in a long time. And after a while, the day started to add up. I got support. I added resources. I decided to give myself the opportunity to see how good I could feel with a period of time without alcohol. I knew what daily drinking felt like. I didn't actually know what a period of time without alcohol might feel like. So I stopped for two weeks and then 30 days, 60 days and 100 days, six months, one whole year, four whole years. And then magically, life got better. Day by day, it got clearer and more optimistic and less stressful. My life became full of deep sleep and rested morning. I feared that my life would become smaller, but it became so much bigger, full of so many more friends and so many more adventures. I felt more love and more kindness for myself, my husband, my kids, my friends, and people I barely knew. I felt like my days were being filled with more gratitude and more pride and more accomplishments. I actually felt like my life was significantly less stressful. I felt like I could move forward and get out of the groundhog day that I'd been stuck in for so long. I stopped blaming myself consciously or subconsciously for every aggravation and setback in my life. Choosing to put down the wine glass has been the foundation for being able to finally feel and experience everything I want in my life. And today, I feel happy and proud. I feel like anything in my life is possible because it's not all about putting down the wine glass. It's not all about sitting through your evenings, not drinking. It really is about building a life you don't want to escape from. So if my story resonates with you, please let me know. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hello Someday podcast. If you're interested in learning more about me, the work I do, and access free resources and guides to help you build a life you love without alcohol, please visit hellosomedaycoaching.com. And I would be so grateful if you would take a few minutes to rate and review this podcast so that more women can find it and join the conversation about drinking less and living more. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how to's for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.